Hi friends, Erica here, and I wanted to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by my friends over at YM Dental Lab. They are offering two free zirconia crowns for all new customers. Check them out at ymdentallaboratory.com for more information. Now, on with the show. Hey friends, let's talk about D0150 comprehensive exam and D0180 comprehensive perio exam. I wanna talk about the difference between these two codes for a couple of reasons. One, why we are not using it in a general practice and how to use D0180 with debridement. A couple of things changed this year with debridement and uh, there's been a few recommendations around how to use D0180. So let's talk about that and let's dive right into that. So first of all, I have reviewed thousands of dental practices and their billing departments and how they're codifying interactions with patients. And a part of that analysis is to take a look at how they are codifying their interactions with their patients. What I find when we're talking about a new patient who is diagnosed needing four quads of SRPs right out the gate is that instead of billing D0180, I find a lot of billers will just put the standard D0150 on the claim form. Couple of things. If our fees are negotiated properly, that's a whole other topic, but I just want to briefly state this so that it put everything into context for you. If our fees are negotiated properly, D0180 should be paying us more than D0150 because, hey, let's face it, we're spending more time with the patient and we should be getting reimbursed or our doctors should be getting reimbursed for that time. I hope you agree with that. And two, it codifies or documents a more accurate exam, being that we have to tell the patient, you have perio, this is how you got perio, this is how we're going to treat perio, and this is how we're going to keep it in remission. Because once you have perio, you always have perio. It's just a chronic disease. So with that being said, I want to encourage you to start codifying your exams appropriately and utilize D0180. Secondly, I find when I meet with billers and ask them why they are not using that code, they're familiar with it, they're aware of it, but they're not using it. The reason that I get is because I thought that was limited to perio. I've even heard that from doctors. You know, I, I see that code, I feel like it's appropriate, when I have that type of exam with my patient, but I thought that that was limited to a periodontist. There's nothing in the CDT book that limits a specialist or a general dentist from using any code in the book. If you did that procedure, then we wanna codify that way. So that's the fundamental difference between 150 and 180. And those of you who have been my students in the past, you know that our coding guide that we use in Dental Billing Mastery 
outlines it that way. So I teach D01150 comprehensive exam, and then we emphasize no perio. And then D01180 is the follow-up comprehensive exam code that I have my students write down. It's in the coding guide, and it says comprehensive perio exam with perio. And we put it, we, we label it that way because of the way that we layer the training, right? So we teach our students to, to identify the difference and codify it that way. Now, moving into debridement and what does debridement have to do with exams? I'll tell you what it has to do with exams because I find that there's a lot of confusion around A, the usage of the exam codes and B, the usage of which exam code we are allowed to use on the same day as a debridement. So let's just run through the scenario. We have a brand new patient who's in the chair, doctor's not able to complete the comprehensive exam, whether it's perio or non-perio, he or she can just not do the exam. So doctor recommends a debridement and diagnoses a debridement. So the question then becomes, and this is the question I get asked all the time, Erica, which code am I allowed to use when we do a debridement? Which code for exam? And the most appropriate a code code is going to be your limited exam. And that's totally fine to build that in conjunction with your debridement. Now, when the patient comes back two weeks later, because typically most insurance plans have about a two-week waiting period before you can bring the patient back for the comprehensive perio exam. So the, the workflow would be the patient comes in and is a new patient, we diagnose uh, debridement, we build debridement along with your D0140, your limited exam, and then we bring the patient back two weeks later. That's just my rule of thumb because I have found most plans want you to wait anywhere from seven to 14 days, um, most 14. So I will usually schedule the patient back 14 days later. And then we bring the patient back for a comprehensive perio exam, not a comprehensive exam, unless the doctor decides, hey, there's no signs and symptoms of perio here. The patient just needed a good debridement. Um, but, you know, I, I'd say about 95% of the time, they're still going to have signs and symptoms of perio. And if you want, the doctor wants to confirm that they have or do not have then they would be doing a comprehensive perio exam. So I hope that clarifies some of the confusion around debridement, the exams, especially that perio exam. When I do an analysis with uh, any dental billing department, say if somebody comes to me and says, I just wanna know, you know if we have any areas of opportunity, either with coding or how we're submitting claims. We get denials for this procedure all the time. When I'm looking at how you are codifying your comprehensive exam uh, interactions with patients, I'm finding that D0180 is virtually non-existent in most general practices. So I wanna encourage you to explore that code, codify when it's appropriate, um, talk to your doctors about it, 
for those of you that are doctors, talk to your billers about it and find out um, if they have in fact been using that code. I hope this was helpful for a quick mini training. And if you guys have any questions, you know how to get a hold of me. You can DM me on Instagram or you can email me admin at dentalbillingcollege.com. Bye, friends. Okay, my friends, that's going to wrap up today's episode on the Dental Billing Podcast. I can't wait until the next episode, and I hope that you join me. Until then, take care. Thank you.